0: This is the movement of the Holy Family. So welcome to our rosary meditation. I am so blessed this evening to be at the Kellers, especially with a a group of people who are promoting all through the Dallas area and really around the country enthroning homes to the sacred heart of Jesus and the immaculate heart of Mary. Every home, every apartment, every place you live, you should entrust to the sacred heart and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and they will take care of you. So if you haven't done this, you need to. And if you would like to know more about it, uh, just email us at support at Now, let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those that we've promised to pray for. We're meditating on the Sermon on the Mount. We're at the third beatitude today. Blessed are those who mourn. Now, to mourn does not mean to be long-faced or to be sour or to be despairing. To mourn means that we are going to sin. We're going to fall, not because we want to, but because we're human. But once we fall, once we sin, we should have sorrow. But it can't end there. And we can learn from our falls, gain self-knowledge, humility. Then we must go to Jesus and encounter the mercy of God in the sacrament of reconciliation. And Then we can rise and go forward and become a saint. That's what it means to mourn. All of those elements. Now, we learn what it means to mourn from four snapshots from the life of St. Peter. In Luke chapter 5, Jesus finds a small group of fishermen who had been out fishing all night and caught nothing. Jesus gets into Peter's boat, tells him to put out into the deep for a catch. Peter responds, hey man, I'm the professional here. We've been at this all night and caught nothing. I got this. Isn't that the way we spend life? We're too busy for silence and prayer because we got this and we come up empty. But at least Peter had enough humility to say, but at your word, Lord, we'll lower our nets. And he catches such a massive haul, they can't even bring it in. Immediately, immediately Peter falls to his knees and cries out, what are the winning Powerball numbers? I mean that's what I would ask no Peter says depart from me Lord for I'm a sinful man now what made Peter fall to his knees I think he felt unworthy because of his sins and that's what sin does to us we sin then we don't feel worthy and then we step away from God. And that's precisely the devil's plan. We mistakenly think we have to get worthy before we can go to God. But when we sin, we slide away into the shadows because we feel shame. We feel unworthy. If shame makes Peter fall to his knees, what enables him to rise? Well, St. Elizabeth of the Trinity says, Peter was dumbstruck by the excessive love of Jesus, manifest by the excessive catch. Peter's sin causes him to fall. The mercy expressed by the excessive catch causes him to rise. Mercy is the excessive, unconditional, healing love of Christ And you don't have to become worthy before you receive the mercy because it's unconditional. There are no conditions. And his mercy is excessive and it's healing. Peter encounters the mercy through the excessive catch and he rises and goes forward. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As
1: it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. world without end,
0: amen. Oh, my Jesus. For forgive us our sins, save us from the
1: fires of hell, and all souls
0: to heaven, especially those in are
1: most needed and our
0: spirit. The second snapshot of Peter. At the Last Supper, Jesus looked into the eyes of Peter and said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demands to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. Peter responded, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and even to death. And then Jesus led the apostles to Gethsemane, where Judas brought the band of soldiers. And they seized Jesus, bound him, and led him away to the high priest's palace to place him on trial. Peter followed at a distance, and when they had kindled a charcoal fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down, Peter sat among them. Three times someone accused Peter of being a disciple of Jesus. Twice Peter denied it. At the third instance, just as the maid said to Peter, Surely you are one of his disciples. At that moment, they brought Jesus into the courtyard And at exactly that point, Peter swore an oath. I swear to God, I never knew the man. And at that instance, the Lord looked at Peter and their eyes met and the cock crowed. Can you imagine that moment? And Peter went out and wept bitterly. Now, what was the look? That Jesus gave Peter. It was the infinite look of mercy that drew the tears of repentance. There were two men who betrayed Jesus that night, Peter and Judas. And what's the difference between them? Judas fled from Jesus, despaired, and killed himself. Peter, on the other hand, went to Jesus and encountered his mercy, which enabled him once again to rise after his fall and go forward. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in
1: heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us.
0: for us, sinners, now and at
1: the hour of our death.
0: Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. world without end. Amen. O my Jesus. Forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of
1: hell.
0: us our souls to heaven, especially
1: those who go
0: see it. The third snapshot of Peter. After the resurrection, we find Peter and the other apostles back fishing on the Sea of Galilee. Once again, they've been at it all night and come up empty. Early in the morning, a stranger from shore calls out to them. Friends, have you caught anything? No. We'll cast your nets on the right side. And once again, an excessive catch of fish. John cries out, it's the Lord. Splash! Peter dives in and swims to the shore and gets out. And there is a charcoal fire. Peter looks at it and says to himself, dang, that didn't go so well last time. Do you think the Lord was rubbing it in a little bit? (laughs) But then Jesus takes Peter aside and three times he asks him, Peter, do you love me? And three times Peter affirms, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. A threefold affirmation to repair his threefold denial. On the shore of the Sea of Galilee, Peter goes to confession. He goes to the sacrament of mercy, which allows him once again to rise after his fall. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name.
1: Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who must be in thy
0: mercy. The fourth snapshot of Peter. Peter goes on to establish the Catholic Church in Rome. And during the reign of Nero, Rome burns, and he blames it on the Christians. And the flock begged Peter to flee the city, which he did in disguise. But whom does Peter meet as he's fleeing? But Jesus, coming back into the city carrying his cross. And Peter, astonished, remarked, Quo Lord, where do you go? Well, Peter, I must go back into the city and lay down my life for the sheep, because you won't. So Peter turned around, and he went back into Rome, and he was arrested and put in prison and crucified. He did it. Remember what Peter said he would do at the Last Supper? Lord, I will go to prison and die for you. Was he able to do it right away? No. He fell a bunch of times in between. But he kept going back to the mercy of Jesus so that he could rise and go forward. Sure, it took him 34 years, but he did it. Every time Peter fell, he sought the mercy of Jesus. And that mercy, that excessive, unconditional, healing love of Christ enabled him to rise and go forward. And we can encounter the same mercy in the sacrament of reconciliation in every parish with our priest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the
1: beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without
0: end. Amen. Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially
1: those those who are see the i
0: Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who fall through sin but then have sorrow and gain self-knowledge and then go to the mercy of Jesus in the sacrament of reconciliation and then rise and go forward. That's what it means to mourn. Now we're going to fall, but Jesus wants to pour out his excessive, unconditional healing love upon us in the sacrament of reconciliation. Go to the mercy of Jesus in confession often. Go once a month. Remember, Our Lady has asked us for first Saturdays of reparation, that on the first Saturday of every month that you go to confession, that you go to Mass, receive the Eucharist, and pray the Rosary, and spend 15 minutes thinking about the life of Jesus. Next Saturday... Is the first Saturday. Put it on your calendar. And then do this for five Saturday, five months in a row. It's one of the greatest things you can do for yourself. And then never stop. Go every first Saturday and experience the unconditional, the excessive, unconditional healing love of Jesus in reconciliation. And then you can become what you were made for, to become a saint. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses,
0: as we forgive those who
1: trespass against us. And
0: lead us not into
1: temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.
0: The Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins
1: and save us us from the power to the Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who must be in thy mercy.
0: Saint Michael the Archangel, defend defend us in battle. battle. Be our protection Protection against against the the wickedness and and snares of the devil. May God, May God rebuke him, we, we humbly pray, and do thou, O prince of the heavenly hosts by, hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits, who prowl throughout the world, seeking the, the ruin of souls. souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, the, this meditation really was inspired by spending time in Jerusalem at the Church called Saint Peter Gallicantu, Saint Peter of the Cockcrow. It's a church built on the spot of the palace of Caiaphas, the high priest, where what I shared with you took place. And in the chapel there are three stunning icons. One of Jesus with quite a striking hand gesture, saying, "I never knew the man." and the next icon of Peter weeping, and the third icon of the reconciliation of Peter with Jesus. Images, pictures of those icons will be on our Holy Family School of Faith Daily Rosary Meditation Facebook page. Holy Family School of Faith Daily Rosary Meditation Facebook page. That's pretty easy, isn't it? I think you'll love these images. And if you're in the Frisco, Texas area tonight, come and join us. We're going to be praying for miraculous healing for a young woman who was in a terrible car crash a year ago. So come out and join us. Let's all band together in praying the rosary for her healing. If you want to join us, send an email to the movement